All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Episode 25. 25. We a quarter of a century old. The only take. Action. The rule is back. Burr, 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 burr. The rule is back. Burr, 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 burr. Shout out to Jigga Man and Slick Rick because he really got that from Slick Rick. But yeah, the rule is back, man. The ruler of all podcasts. The rulers. Sorry, that felt very singular. And there's two of us. Hey, y'all. Excuse me for ignoring the plurality there. Because we could just, I could dip. You could do this by yourself. The rulers are back. Now you want to be inclusive. <laughs> yeah, we That's back, not yo. even the right trumpet stuff you're doing. First of all, I played trumpet. I played trumpet you before you. Not as long as me, though. You so have no idea have how long I played it. How long you played trumpet for, like, third grade or something like that? <laughs> oh, is she tight? Because I'm probably right. Oh, she's mad tight right I look good today. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, yeah. first things first, first this things episode first. is brought to you by freethesoulsclothing.com. Already know the vibes. You know the vibes. Link in the description of this video, freethesoulsclothing.com. We have a warehouse sale going on right now. A lot of things on sale. And you could get this fire cap as the summer and spring and the weather nice, nicens. It's not a word, but I'm going to use it. I like the it. The weather nicens up. Nicens up. Right. Um, Water up. You might want these nice caps. They come in three different colorways. Free indeed. Get yours. That is not part of the warehouse sale, but. I, it's still. A, buy it. It's for a good price, so still get it. Freezehostclothing.com. My sponsor. What we scoffing about today? Done shouting out? Yeah, unless you want to just give a shout out. We can definitely shout out like. For his glory clothing. Um, they're black owned. Christian faith based faith based apparel. Facts. Um, that's not the number four, not F-O-R, but I-V for his glory. Um, follow them on Instagram and shop their very affordable website for some encouragement. Very affordable and high quality and powerful and impactful messages. Yeah. Yeah. So we scoffing about today. To, dang, I forgot this to look at episode 25. Oh. Five. I forgot how to um look I'm sorry, y'all. I forgot to, how to look up how to say the episode in Spanish. I was caught up mm-hmm. doing some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank God. <sighs> anyway, today we're scoffing about falling out of love. Talk about it. Falling out of love. Talk about it. So I recently read an article, um, the New York Times, uh, about scientists exploring the ideas of people making a conscious, intentional decision to fall out of love. Um, Is that possible? Hmm. Well, he didn't do this when he was, like, questioning something. He was just like... But why I can't do it? Like, what? You could. You could. Shout out to Dr. Evil, though. So, um, the article kind of opens up with an anecdote about uh, a couple who had been married for, I believe, 11 years. Mm -hmm. And the wife just told her husband one day that she had fallen out of love with him. She was cheating, probably. You don't know that. She probably had somebody that would make her feel good at the moment. And she was like, this is my exit. I just wanted to like, open I'm up sorry. the episode I'm and sorry. you like... Because that sounds shady. Just up and leave after 11 years? Nah, I ain't with that. Go ahead. That ain't my wife. <laughs> 
So uh, the the husband, who happened to be a marriage therapist, oh, uh, <laughs> he, he decides to, I guess, find help and figure out a way to cope with his wife leaving him. Um, but in studying the effects that breakups have on the ev- on the brain throughout the article, throughout the article, they they gave information about studying the effect studying the effects that falling out of love and We're breakups. Again. I am y'all. I'm sorry. These last couple episodes, I've been <laughs> so. The article goes on to discuss um, some doctors that study the effects that breakups have on the brain, and one biological and. Anthropologist had to say it right. A biological anthropologist named Dr. Helen Fisher discovered that being in love is not really an emotion; it's a drive. So much like trying to convince yourself that you're not thirsty, that's as hard as it would be for you to fall out of love. Um, hmm. you know, another doctor kind of cross-referenced Dr. Fisher's work and found that falling out of love. Um, or trying to fall out of love is trying to treat an addiction of any kind, be it, you know, a food addiction or um, narcotics, anything um, like that. So it's crazy, right? All this time we think that love is an emotion or some may still believe so. Mm-hmm. You know, the article does go on also to have some other doctors who disagree with her take, but Considering your background in psychology, I just kind of want to know, pick your brain a little bit and see what you think about falling out of love. You're asking me, can people fall out of love? Can they? What do you think? Do you agree that, you know, from your experience, from your studies, life experience and academic experience, do you think that um, people can make a decision to fall out of love? Okay, that's a very different question. Can people fall out of love? Yes, I think so. First of all, you asked me like I was Dr. Phil or something. Dr. I ain't Phil is a specialist in nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? So let me be clear about that. But um but I know a little something. Um yeah, I think people can fall out of love. I think to make an active decision to want to fall out of love means you probably already out of love. I think if you want to actively push yourself to not be in love, then you're already in the process of disconnecting yourself from the emotional connection of that person. Um, And I think if you're deciding that I don't want to be in love with this person anymore, you're kind of on that path. Maybe you're still, you still have like heavy and deep love for them, but a force, a forceful, I don't want to be here and I'm going to not feel this way about this person means you're probably already on that path um and you probably just need to do some more like self-cleaning and getting out you know getting out of your system i would say though like being in love um we probably i think we discussed this in a previous episode how how much vulnerability love necessitates right like love requires vulnerability and i think being in love um, creates a vulnerability that then fosters into dependence. Mm-hmm. And that dependence doesn't have to be unhealthy. It just means like, if I have an 8 o'clock class, because of the the way our household is ran, I expect you or I depend on you to get breakfast for the girls because I'm already heading out the door. Does that make sense? So it's like, you start to create a world around mm. leaning and depending on this person for certain things. Um, 
So I could imagine the difficulty of 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 falling out of love, of love because it's almost like a part of your ecosystem is being pulled away from the cipher, right? It's like like that circle, that cycle is getting like broken because like whoa. And yeah, maybe day to day things, but those day to day things create appreciation mm-hmm. that that deepens and steeps the love in you know a little more love. So. Um, I don't know if I'm answering your question directly, but it's like a twofold answer. It's like a yes, you can fall out of love. I don't know if I subscribe to the idea that if you're forcing yourself to not be in love with someone that you're actually even still in love. I think you may not be, which is why you're trying to get yourself out of that situation. I don't know. What if, you know, you just, you love someone, you're in love with them, you imagine spending the rest of your life with them, but they're just, like, toxic, and you love yourself more than the way that you're being treated. So it's not that you're necessarily on the path, it's just, like, you love yourself more than what the relationship has to offer you. I feel like I'm being interrogated, but... No. (laughs) No, 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 I think that's a good challenge. I think that's a good challenge. This is me. I would say this, if you are with someone that you start to feel like is so toxic that you love yourself more, once again, I maybe I'm characterizing being in love a lot differently and a lot more euphoric and peacefully than mm-hmm. some people's situations. But for me, I don't think you're in love. You might be comfortable, mm. but you're not in love. Being in love makes me die to my own needs for the sake of serving yours. Right. And I trust wholeheartedly that you're doing the same for me. And that's how we create that level of um, of of power between us, that self-sacrificing, that uplifting, um, empowering type of relationship and dynamic. If that's not happening for you, I think you're comfortable I don't think you're in love. Like if you have to say mm. this person is toxic for me yeah. and I love me more, I I don't know that you're in love. And I'm maybe once again, I'm I need to like qualify this by saying maybe my situation's different. But to me that's not being in love. Now, now, let me say this. It is possible that you fell in love with a person that was not toxic. Right. And over time that person shifts or changes. Or, you know, start cheating on you or something on the yeah. low. So that their their personalities start getting different. I don't think you're in love with that person. You're in love with who, who you, you fell met. who you fell you in yeah. love with who you fell in love with. But if that person becomes toxic, you're not in love with that person. And maybe I need to distinguish that. Because mm-hmm. I know people are like probably like in the comments like, No, I've been in love and he did me wrong and mm-hmm. I still loved him. Like so like let me clarify this. You were in love with the person that didn't do those things. Yeah. And once they did, did those things, you saw a different side of them that I don't think you're actually in love with. That makes sense because I can't imagine someone, not, you know, I'm not saying that it is impossible, but I can't imagine someone staying with someone long enough who at the beginning is mistreating you. If at the beginning you're cheating and at the beginning you're mean and distant or toxic or whatever, I can't imagine someone like making a decision to stay and just kind of seeing how it turns out yeah like you fell in love sense. for a reason yeah right? not they because they cheated it. on you you know right. i didn't fall in love with you for cheating on me i fell in love with you for <laughs> treating me with some kind of humanity <laughs> and, that, and put it like this that's that's my assumption yeah right like that's my assumption my assumption is you right. fell in love because this person was caring for you in a way that drew you in and made you feel like 
you could see yourself spending your life with that person. Now, if by your own history of, (laughs) you know, poor parent parental relationships or poor models of healthy relationships, you accepted something suboptimal at the start of a relationship. Hey, that's you. And that's different. But I personally can't imagine at the start you fell in love with someone that was just always treating you bad. Yeah. Now that does beg the question though, and maybe I can pose this to you. See, you know, your take on this. That does beg the question though, like when you do fall in love, right? And then a person does reveal a, a, a way of themselves or a part of themselves that you're not used to and that is toxic for your well-being, your sanity. Um, does it mean you were never in love if that's what it takes for you to walk away? What do you think? Like, was the love like kind of like of a, f- a facade or was it real? And then like, like, how do you feel about that? If that question is clear. Just to reiterate, to make sure I'm hearing you right. Was the love real if... Say it again. Just say it again. Essentially, like, I'm kind of building off of what you talked about. You talked about, like, someone could have been in love and then just the person became toxic. So they said, I have to choose me over this person. Mm-hmm. Right? Was it ever really being in love, in your opinion, if someone changing or acting out differently causes you to walk away? I think it's circumstantial. Mm, um, okay. Yeah, everybody's different. Like, I don't think anyone should stay somewhere where they are being mistreated or they don't feel valued or respected. Mm. But I do think, you know, everybody's relationship is different. Um, at the foundation, I, I think there are a lot of core values are the same mm. among couples, like loyalty, respect, um, things like that. But relationships are different so it's, it's kind of hard to answer that question That's for true. me yeah um but yeah just I, a quick little nugget don't stay with someone who's like making you feel undervalued underappreciated disrespected making you question your your value or what you have to offer gaslighty um, type of person yeah <laughs> just don't don't stay to see if things get better because you're gonna you may end up uh just making excuses for them and we don't want anything to turn um, dangerous or toxic. I mean, it's not that easy, though. I think sometimes no, I'm not saying it on, is. But. Yeah, like depending on how deep into the relationship you were before this person started showing another side of themselves. Yeah, it can be Could, tough. Like, like, right, you got to have like a, a real system that you can depend on. Like, do you have the money to pay for a hotel for you and your child for yeah. the next 30 days while you find somewhere safe to live? Or do you have the resources that are you know disconnected from this person where they can't shut your accounts down and stuff like that like it's just like little things that do have to be in place and it's not as easy which is why a lot of people who get mistreated stay because walking away also means dad i'm taking this away from my child or this level of comfort away from you know um my family um i would also say that i think sometimes you might have been in love and you stay with hopes that you're gonna it's almost like people that get high, right? How they say how it's never like you're always chasing the high. It's never first like high. the first hit, yeah. right? Like whatever, you know, hard drug you've ever done, it's nothing like that first hit, right? And I think sometimes you do the same thing with love. You start trying to chase what a person was when they got you hooked. Mm. Yeah. And sometimes that was never them. 
but they did that because they wanted something out of you. Yeah, to get so, the fish on the hook kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, so they remained a certain way to get you, and you fell in love with the idea of a person, mm. but that person wasn't really that person sometimes. Yeah. Um, and, of course, it gets a lot more nuanced and complicated than that, and relationships are sticky and messy and all that other stuff. But I do believe sometimes um, people stay mm-hmm. because we're trying to, like, get back to how they used to make me feel. Oh, man, remember when you used to? Remember when I used to get butterflies? Remember when you used to? So how, I, come you don't? <laughs> how come you don't? Right? So then they're, like, trying to make this person what they once was when, like, they first fell in love. And I think, I think I don't want the misconception with this episode to only be you fall out of love just because, like, someone is toxic or... Right, right, right. Wrong, right? Life changes. So I think the real thing, especially for couples that want to make it last, that you really got to ask is, I may not feel the same butterflies I felt when I was a 16-year-old, like, oh, my gosh, this girl actually likes me. I think she's so beautiful. I never thought I could ask somebody that looks like her, right? And it's like, oh, I flutter when I see her walk down the hall. You've seen ugly sides of me. I've seen ugly sides of you. So maybe I don't get that level of butterflies. But what are we doing to... And I, I guess this kind of feels like I'm starting to like trace back to a couple episodes ago, like a few episodes ago about like making it last, right? But mm-hmm. as you evolve, how are you remaining um, or deepening that love? You know what I'm saying? That's I think that's an important thing. I don't want to take us too far, of course, and go like back to the old episode, but that's an important thing here because I think sometimes people feel like they fall out of love because they're bored. Mm. They're not putting in the work to kind of sustain it through life's changes. Exactly. Like you're going to grow. You're going to be different in five years, next year even. So you have to like, you have to be intentional about what you're going to do to sustain your relationship because it's not always going to be rainbows and butterflies. It's going to be storms. And how do you deal with the storms and how do you continue to show appreciation and how do you continue to just sustain your marriage or relationship of any kind? I I think that's like we evolve and I stop liking the same things. I stop being interested in the same thing sometimes. I was like, all right, is that going to make you bored that I don't like? surfing anymore will i continue to surf just because i don't like it and suppress my feelings so now i start getting disconnected from you because i feel resentment or you know will you understand i don't like that no more and we find new things to do or you yeah. continue to surf on your own and hey i find a new hobby or something like that you know what i mean so i don't surf by the way i will never surf it was why you say you would never surf yeah that's too dangerous for me i'm not really Millions of people a year survive surfing. God bless them. So it's not that dangerous. Just got to know how to swim. Nope. And figure the rest out. Let's take it back, though. <laughs> let's, 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 let's veer back into the episode. Let's do it. Um, so I do want to pose another question to you. I feel like I have to sneeze. I'm sorry, y'all. Let's reel it in. Okay. <laughs> oh. No, I'm reeling it in. So. I'm get you to get it out. <laughs> So much like trying to convince ourselves that we're not thirsty, right? If if falling out of love is or being in love rather is a is a drive rather than emotion rather than an emotion. So if trying to convince ourselves that we're not thirsty is paralleled to actively trying to fall out of love, do we think that that attempt if you were to leave me and I was to try to fall out of love with you, mm-hmm. do you think that 
my attempts would be like a survival tactic because, um, you know, broken heart syndrome is a real like medical thing mm-hmm. where you you have your heart broken and you can literally die from a broken heart um, because when you experience some kind of traumatic, really intense heartbreak, um, your heartstrings literally uh, they weaken. Mm-hmm. They weaken, and it causes our hearts to beat regularly and ineffectively pump blood throughout our bodies, which, you know, after a while, if your body's not getting blood, of course, um, you, you'll die. And then also, metaphorically, to maintain, like, your mental well-being. So do you think that trying to actively fall out of love is a subconscious uh, survival tactic? I think it depends. Like you said, if your heart has been broken, right? And I think if someone's like repetitively like hurting or damaging you, but you still have these strong connections to what y'all once were, mm-hmm. then yeah, you got to take care of yourself, right? Like yeah. you kind of got to take care of yourself. But I think if you're actively trying to not be in love because you just want it out, and you just trying to get into something new. Mm. I don't think you need to be trying to survive. You're trying to get out of that situation. <laughs> yeah. So you just need to actually, I think my recommendation is embrace or lean into why you don't want to be there and see if that's something mendable. But that just hasn't been discussed. Because sometimes there are issues in our relationships that fester up within us for years, but go under discussed with our partner. So now it's festering in us. It, it literally is a harvest. It's grown. It's a full-blown tree. But for our partner, they hear it and it's like, whoa, this is just a seed. Mm, yeah. You understand? Yeah. So now like you're trying to match this full-blown full blown harvest of trees to this seed that your partner is just receiving. It's like, why aren't you ready to have this conversation? It's like, you've been having this conversation <laughs> internally <laughs> for mad long. I, I'm just hearing this. So now if something is over-communicated internally, mm. but under-communicated externally, it's unfair to the partner to be rushed to understand every conversation you've been having, wow. sorting this through in your head. Yeah, It's not fair. It's not right. So now you have to help work them through why you're feeling what you're feeling, how long you've been feeling what you're mm-hmm. feeling, and what can we do about why you're feeling this way. And if you're willing to, to 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 explain that to them, apologize for not communicating that to them, then yeah. I think there's a chance. But I think if you're trying to get out just because you bored or something like that, like let me just I don't want this no more. Or here is another big one. Because of a lack of healthy relationships that have lasted throughout your life, when something starts going too well mm, and you yeah. feel too vulnerable, you your your choice is to to flee. I don't want to keep falling. <laughs> yeah. Because I've seen my mom get hurt, or I've seen my grandfather get hurt, or I've seen my cousin get her heart broken, and she told me what it's like to be in love. So now, if somebody sounds like they're too good, yeah, you try to get out. You try <laughs> to get too out. Late. You try to get out. So I think to to ask if it's a defense mechanism, I think in some cases, in other cases, I think it's just an undercommunicated issue that needs to that has been festering in you that needs to be communicated with your partner 
Yeah, I think at the root of it, that's really what it is, communication. Yeah. And I think it can be like a little scary or intimidating to go to your partner and say, hey, you're not providing X, Y, and Z for me anymore, and I need you to step up in this area. Um, and that's that's why communication is so, so key, because the heartbreak could be avoided, exactly. um, po- you know, potentially, yeah, yeah. Um, if you just state your needs or address what you're feeling right really. or explore why you're right you yeah. explore why you're feeling the way you're feeling and i think I, I would close with this in terms of like i don't have the a, a concrete resolute answer of can people fall out of love as a scientist yeah and, right and emotional <laughs> you know hey they're, they're the specialists are doing their studies and stuff like that as we do more digging then you know we'll give more information but here's what i would say i would say if you are feeling like you got to get out. And now I'm just talking if this is not like, oh, somebody's being like toxic or terrible to you, but you just don't want to be in this relationship anymore. Um, I think you got to weigh two things. What made you fall in love? Mm, yeah. Yeah. And on the other side of the scale, what was a non-negotiable that's making you want to leave? Mm. What non-negotiable is being violated? In your personal morale, your personal like tenets of um like um like what you believe, you know what I'm saying? And comparing those things. Yeah, yeah. If what made you fall in love is still present and it's strong enough to say, I can spend the rest of my life with this, then you gotta ask yourself, okay, well, the non-negotiable, the things that I thought I never like lower my guards down. Was that just like a value somebody like instilled to me, or is this is something that I personally believe that I can't? I'm, I'm not accepting this in a relationship, right? You got to weigh those things, that tension, that rub against each other, and 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 when you weigh them, you got to determine if what made you fall in love is still active enough and strong enough to say, in spite of their flaws, I'm because everybody got flaws. Yeah, the reality is everybody got flaws. No matter who you with. <laughs> It's, it's about what you're willing to deal with. If yeah. this person's flaw violates a non-negotiable of mine, then no, that's not the person for you, right? But if this person's flaw is something that like, I can say the things that I love about them strongly overpower what their weakness is, right, right. then, hey, you, 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 you weigh those things against each other and you make your decision because it's hard to find good love in 2022. So when you find it, <laughs> man, you want to... Work Hold through on it. That thing. <laughs> Work through it. Work through it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So that's just Yeah, this point. was just, you know, I don't know if we have like a a wrapping yeah. wrap it up point, but just something to think about, like, um the work that you're willing to put into your relationship for it to um you know, continue through life changes, mm-hmm. um, being vocal and communicative to make sure that when life changes, not if, because it's gonna happen if you're with someone for um you know a lengthy amount of time when life changes making sure that you're you're, you continually communicate your needs um so that your partner can continue to show up for you Mm um and don't wait till it's too late because it's you know if you're with someone who the feeling is mutual you guys are both in love it's it's unfair to just spring up hey i don't want to be with you anymore like once those feelings arise, try to let them know, like, hey, you're not showing up for me in this area. I really need you here. Mm. You know, try to yeah. try to do what you can to save your relationship before it's too late, and then your partner is caught off guard, and they're thinking y'all are good, and it's just like, what? 
Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. I, and I would, I would close, I would close with this. I would say, I also think what's imperative is it's good to explore these feelings, especially when you've been in a serious relationship and you've like gotten out of it, knowing in that awareness of what you felt when you were in love and, you know, what made you fall out of love, having that awareness before you get into something else serious. Yeah. Saves you a lot of time, saves you and your partner a lot of headache. It saves you and your future spouse a lot of like, you know, just unfortunate heartbreaks, you know, because you can say, hey, listen, this is what I dealt with. This is what made me fall out of love with this person or this is what I dealt with. This is what made me fall in love with this person that stopped happening. And it was something that was valuable to me. It was something that was important. And um when you have the, that awareness, it kind of helps save you some time. Yeah, think, especially in the future. this young adult kind of <laughs> yeah. like era that you're in. Um, and don't get it twisted. Hey, I know people that got married in their seventies. I know people that got married or found love very late in life. So I'm not putting you on no timeline. I'm just saying, a lot of times we can save ourselves some time by being aware mm. yeah. of what were some of our non-negotiables. What did what continues to stand. And what made us fall in love with previous people um, that we anticipate or expect from um, newfound love? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. You know what we're about to get into, though. Gang, gang, gang. That this or that. What is it? Oh. Oh, sorry. No, I knew. I'm joking. I'm joking. Y'all know how we do. Let's get it. That's the one you take it? It don't matter. Yeah, let's go. All right. Which one? You going first? These Who went first last time? I don't know. Let's just get into it. Oh, last time was Father's Day episode, so you answered all the questions. Yep. I asked all the questions. Yep. So you go first. That's how it went. You go first. All right, let's go. Would you rather stay the age that we were when we fell in love forever? You got to stay that age forever. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know how old we were. How old were we? Like Benjamin Button. <laughs> Like Benjamin, but he went from he was born an old wrinkly man, old wrinkly baby button. Okay, got it. How you be fit? I don't understand. Oh, forget it. Ready, set, Benjamin Button, baby. What? You want to be a what? little baby faced old man? That's weird and creepy. You don't think it's creepy to be fifteen for the rest of your life? <laughs> like. Bro, what? At least my life is like moving. It's like advancing. You're, I don't know, bro. You're gonna stay 15 for the rest of your life. How? I don't know. We definitely wouldn't be together. That full in love. <laughs> like I'm staying with some 15 year old girl while I'm aging. It's weird. We can't pick like one of us stay the age and one of us is Benjamin Button. Oh, you didn't say that. I thought it's my life choice, my course. No, either we both this or we both that. Like not pick and choose. We'd be miserable being 15 forever. It's like after a while that like fades, that high school fun fades. You know what I'm saying? A little bit. Of... Okay. Oh. You're right now. Oh. Yeah, yeah, just... Excuse me, y'all. Oh. Yeah, oh, I'm good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Look sure. at me. Look at me. I'm good? I'm good. I'm told y'all I had to sneeze. It wasn't coming out. Yeah, you got to get your black seed oil you and you I talk. took it this morning and my omega-3s. My vitamin B, my vitamin C, my vitamin D. Right. I took... My chelate iron. They asked what was in your vitamin regimen. I'm just all my telling stuff. you. Excuse me, y'all. It's probably Excuse the weather me. changes, allergies. Yeah, yo, today was rough for me. 
It's all good. Let's get it. Number two. That's me. Would you rather be in love with someone from a different race uh-huh. or be in love with someone from a different religion? Whoa. Different race or different religion? Make it last forever. What'd you say? So, race. Different race. Yeah, that's that's easy. easy. Just because like your religion informs so much of how you live your life. Yeah. And I'm not about now, I know to, there's like, people out there doing it, so no shade. But Yeah. It's just I know I know thriving interracial couples, so I think we can make it work. Long as I said this in our jungle fever episode, long as they understand the dynamics of what comes with, with being with know, someone with me being a black man and like you understand my traumas, my histories and stuff like that. Facts. You're an ally and an accomplice in the strive for you said black and, liberation. And accomplice? And an accomplice. And an accomplice. Yeah, you just a, kinda a lot of alliteration, that's what it was. Okay. And an accomplice. All right. Last one. All right, last one. Let's get to it. Number three. Would you rather have a messed up childhood, but eventually find the love of your life and be happily married? Okay. Or have an amazing, healthy childhood, but never find someone to be in love with? Uh, okay. This is sad. Because, like, what's messed up? Like... You've endured like a lot of like things kids because it's like, stuff abuse. like it's a lot like messed up childhood could be like molestation, death of a parent, foster like it could be like you were just like mistreated in whatever is the worst way you can think about. Boom! It's just oh my gosh, messed up childhood, amazing childhood, and never meet me. Well, not but you didn't have a bad childhood. This is hard. I think I'd rather have. Here's my thing. Cause I, I mean, can I can I tell you why tell my me. like my justification? Having an amazing childhood, right, and never find someone to fall in love with, doesn't change that being reared in a healthy environment and raised the right way will still help me to lead a, a thriving life, right? Like the end all be all of life is not to find a spouse. I agree, right? Right, but to have like a messed up childhood where like. A lot of avoidable abuses or molestations and things like that happened to me, right? But I still find the love of my life. But it doesn't mean that the other things that affect broken pasts are going to be, like, healthy in my life. So it doesn't mean I'm going to, like, be good with money. It doesn't mean I'm going to be a good communicator. It doesn't mean I'm going to be, you know, a healthy parent. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Whereas it, I can... It doesn't mean that you're not. Like, if you find the right resources is, to help you, like, therapy to get through, that's what I'm thinking. Like, if I go through a series of traumatic events... I wholeheartedly agree with And you. I find, like, the right therapist or counseling or just resources to help me get through those things, I feel like I can, you know, f- and find a, a partner who's willing to potentially help me continue to overcome... Those, I agree with you. I don't disagree but, with that, but I was just looking at it at face. I didn't know we could like do all those other things. Like, I just thought it's like what you are is what you are because of your childhood, and what you are is what you are because of the healthy childhood. So, okay, well, that's a wrap, folks. No, I'm not doing it right. I was trying to do a, <laughs> a that, porky that, bit. That, 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 that's my, all, my, folks. my was in the wrong spot. Here you go, lips tripping again. Yo, y'all know what to do. Anything algorithm boosting. Boost the algae. Anything algorithm boosting. Boost the algae. Do it for us. Like, 
Share. Don't do it for the vibe. Comment. Do it for this functional Save. family. Repost. Tweet. Because we cute. Like, Retweet. we cute. Share to your stories. Subscribe. Download. I mean, like, anything you can do that is algorithm boosting. Do it for us. Do it for the vine. Nobody does it for the vine since is 2010. Is vine still around? No, they got bought out by Snapchat, I think. Elon Musk? No. What? He doesn't own Snapchat. Wait, does he? He probably owns He just bought lot. Twitter, so I don't know. I'm just saying stuff. We love y'all. Yeah, See we are, you. Man. Okay. Next time.